my name is Beyonce Lee, and you're listening to Palmetto Report. We are here with Ashley Watts, with All On Board, and Shannon Williams. Okay, Ashley, can you tell us a little bit about All On Board and its mission? York County All On Board is a coalition. We have over 115 members who collaborate with local agencies, our school districts in York County, as well as law enforcement. I mean, the list goes on and on, Keystone Substance Abuse Services, but we are a prevention-based coalition, and our mission is to prevent youth substance use in York County. Okay, what are some of the annual programs All On Board hosts? Well, All On Board Coalition, really, we, we have eight subcommittees. So with that, we have a lot of different events, but our main goal is to help students and youth thrive in our environment, but we also include that through a variety of ways. One thing we have is our alcohol enforcement team that goes out every month to do restaurant ops and convenience stores where they try to make sure that stores are not selling to minors because that's a a big prevention initiative that's very effective. Um, We do student events. It's been a little harder since COVID. I know everybody says that, but we've done a lot of um, virtual and online events. One of our most popular events, this is our third annual one coming up, is our student talent show. That came about because our All Youth On Board Club students from local schools said, hey, we celebrate athletes a lot in Rock Hill in York County, but not really art as much. And so talented students came together for this um, wonderful talent show that we started. And we had judges from the community. Riverwalk Elevation was able to give us a free space and they helped us with that. And we were able to get a lot of attention from the community through that. So this year we're actually planning our third one. We'll be at the end of this month on April 29th. And we're excited about that. Some other events that we do, we do drug take-back events. So we actually had a huge press conference um, in January to celebrate over 7 million doses of unused, unwanted, and expired medications collected in the community. That's important because we know that two-thirds of young adults who misuse prescription pills tell us that they got those from a friend or family member, so in their home or from a friend's home. So one of our biggest missions is to prevent substance use and prescription pill misuse because we know that if we're diligent and we teach children medication safety from a young age and keep those medications out of their reach, we can actually prevent um, them from having problems later on. So the younger us uh, youth starts experimenting with drugs, the the more it's going to affect their brain and might create a longstanding pattern of misuse. So we want to prevent that, delay that use, and hopefully educate them on prescription safety so that they don't use pills that are illegal or aren't prescribed for them, and we have safe practices in our home. Some of that sounds really practical, but some of the things we've been doing with the overdose crisis, so many of you have heard we've had over 106 fatalities in York County this um, in 2000. 21 and that's just devastating we don't want to lose another child student person to overdose so our coalition has um, something called a subcommittee called yc hope york county heroin and opioid prevention and education and that is our largest subcommittee we work with law enforcement the coroner's office um, keystone substance abuse services and other agencies to make sure that we are doing everything we can to get resources and education out in the community so that means collecting pills and as well as giving out doTERRA bags which are bags you can use at home to safely dispose of your expired medications we'd love for people if you get a pain medication you don't use it all don't save it don't share it dispose of it right then in a healthy way to save our environment don't flush it don't put it in coffee grounds but dispose of it so we have these free bags we have over 10,000 we've actually given out over 9,000 
um, resource bags that include those resource cards for York County, as well as brochures on how to handle medication safely and how to recognize the signs of alcohol or drug misuse in your teens or youth and or family member and how to get them help. Okay. I think that is awesome. It is. <laughs> what drugs are mostly used by teens? I mean, it's hard to say, but based on some of the survey results that we do, probably the most popularly used substances by youth under 21 would be alcohol, vaping, tobacco. A lot of them don't consider that, but nicotine and tobacco is probably one um, we hear a lot about vaping. Um, So that would be probably our top two, I would say. Um, Coming in next might be, and I can't give you specific percentages, but based on our our data, I would say um, marijuana use might be coming up there through that. And we would say opioid use would be probably the least used, but it is the most deadly. So we're very concerned about opioid use as well. I want to touch base on the talent show. Has it had a positive impact on struggling students? What I do think is true is that it gave students who had been isolated during the pandemic a chance to um, to express themselves, to feel less isolated by connecting. So our talent shows and all of our events are actually pro-social, meaning we're a prevention-based organization. So we're really reaching out to students who don't yet have a problem, um, but might be faced with uh, you know, have some anxiety or have some um, peer pressure. So we do a lot on refusal skills, but those are called pro-social activities, meaning we want to encourage them to do something positive with their time, to find a good outlet for their artistic ability in a safe space. So our talent show is amazing. Like even when they they do a run through before they start. And I was amazed the first year that we did it, each of the acts ran through and all that was there were the actual students who were about to perform. And they just erupted in applause at every single act. They were so so encouraging if someone was there were students who were struggling while that you know because they were nervous being on a stage for the first time they encouraged them you could hear them come off the stage and the positive comments it just really restores your faith in youth and it's such a great spirit of camaraderie so it's a safe space for children to explore their artistic talent to share their talent and um, we had an original rapper win our first year and it was an amazing rap he was a northwestern student he did a great job he created it himself performed it excellently it was such an encouraging positive message too so I think that's one of the things that surprised me not really surprised me but it's encouraged me you know you can hear a lot of negative things about youth but I I love working with youth I find that they're inspiring and given the right environment they have so much to offer and they want to plug in they want to be leaders they want to share but a a lot of times they don't have a space for that so we are thrilled to offer our talent show as one way they can do that I'm so glad that you're able to open up spaces for young kids to be able to express themselves more, be able to go on a journey and trying to find their creativity. A lot of kids I know, me personally, didn't wasn't able to grow up with that. So I think the community really appreciates this coalition and what they're trying to do for the youth. Thank you so much. One other thing I want to mention is we are doing an event for the community. You kind of mentioned people who are struggling. We are doing a butterfly release um, event. This is our second annual one of those. We're doing that in May, and that event is actually to reduce stigma. So it is it is more related to substance abuse. It's to honor those lives lost in the last year. And that includes a wide range of things. It could be a crash. It could be an illness. It could be COVID or it could be an overdose. Um, So friends and family members that people have lost, um, we 
offer this event free in collaboration with the coroner's office and Keystone Substance Abuse Services. It's at Fountain Park. We have a choir sing, very uplifting music, and we have actually 14 students from all four school districts commissioned to do artwork. So they're using their interpretation of hope, healing, the butterfly kind of symbolizes that, you know, rebirth, so that we can come together as a community, meet in the park, and just encourage each other. Loss is so hard, and this is a chance for us to say, hey, you're not alone. Our community is united beside you, and it also reduces stigma because people see, hey, death is death. How a person died is not nearly as important as it is to us that they that they feel supported and they have hope. And we do want to prevent deaths. And so that stigma of not wanting to seek out treatment or being afraid of being judged is kind of reduced as everyone comes together and recognizes that they have something in common. They're grieving and we all want to rebuild and feel supported. You're listening to Palmetto Report. We have Ashley Watts from All On Board. You seem so passionate about youth and what is your personal experience with All On Board? Um, Can you dig a little deeper on how you got to the place you are now with All On Board? Absolutely. So I got my graduate degree in counseling and my first job was at Keystone as a um, I was a counselor with adolescents working in the schools. And that was I'm embarrassed to say over 20 years ago, because <laughs> I'm old now. But um, that was my first job out of grad school. I'll never forget um, the first time I walked out to get an adolescent from the lobby, the mom was like, you are going to counsel them? Because <laughs> I looked so young. And I was like, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> but now I'm older. And I did that for so I worked. Uh, I'm a licensed addictions counselor. I worked in counseling prevention and treatment for over 22 years, even managed our um, uh Keystone, I was the coordinator of the detox and the residential program working with women. And through that experience, um, one of the themes that came through almost all the time with patients was, I wish I'd have known this earlier. I wish someone would tell my children this, you know, about addiction, about how to prevent um, addiction. We know that every dollar we spend in prevention saves our government, our community, two to $20 a person. So if we can just prevent the problem, if we can delay use and prevent use from experimenting with alcohol and other drugs and affecting their brain, we have a lot greater likelihood of helping them prevent problems or even substance use disorders later on. So when my kids were in high school, um, I noticed that some of their friends were struggling. And as I heard about that and worked with other people in the school district, I realized that that was my passion was to help people um, through prevention. You know, if we can prevent the problem, I see so many parents through the coalition and through the community who who wish that they could have intervened sooner or want to know, how do I intervene? You know, it's something we don't like to talk about, you know, and so I want to decrease that stigma and say, hey, it's something we should talk about. In fact, we must talk about it. There's a lot of awareness around mental health now, I think, since the pandemic. And I think that um, we also need to shine a light on substance use, you know, um, be a be okay to talk about it. You know, when someone's child has cancer, we rush to take a casserole or offer support. But what about when their child has trouble with substances? What if they, you know, have an overdose um, that, you know, or they have some kind of um, addiction problems? Are we going out to help them? Are we offering support or are we shying away from them? And my message is we need to wrap support around them and help them. So that's kind of how my story evolved. I moved from the coalition in October of 2019, right before the pandemic. But it's because I'm passionate about helping youth. I don't want another parent or loved one or any a friend to lose another child to addiction. I want to prevent that and prevention is really my passion. You talked about having a negative uh, stigma on drug addiction. How can the community 
better understand addiction to better help people? I think educating yourself, using the right resources, though. Um, Talk They Hear You is a great uh, website to look at that has a lot of um, information about um, how parents can talk to their kids about it. So I think being open in your talk, watching your language. A lot of times some of the words that we use, we don't realize. Um, you know, we say things like, He's an alcoholic or an addict instead of a person with a substance use disorder or a person struggling with addiction. So it's, sometimes it's just the phrase that we use. We use terms like he's dirty or clean when you should say someone's in recovery, you know, or someone's struggling or they're, you know, those are kind of terms that you could use that, that just even in our language could change. So if we're just careful to hear ourselves saying those words and kind of correct that. And also um, if someone tells you that their child is struggling instead of backing away or distancing, how can you approach them and offer a place for them to listen and hear? There's also a lot of community agencies that offer support groups to families who are struggling with that. I would say if you notice some of the signs of substance use in your child, don't hesitate to call a guidance counselor, you know, a counselor from Keystone or some other agency. Get in touch with someone, a pastor, anyone, ask them to help you get to the right place so that you intervene early and are able to get them the help they need. Do you have any advice for parents that want to talk to their children about substance abuse? Yes. Um, So I would recommend that they look at our Facebook or Instagram account, York County All on Board, um, All on Board Coalition. We have Twitter, Facebook, and um, we have a website. So go there. We have some links to some resources, but also we, we have a lot of events that are awareness events. We actually have a nationally renowned speaker coming called Tall Cop. He's a retired police officer who worked drug uh, seizing unit and he It does a training that is amazing. I just went to one last month. We have him coming free on June 28th to York Comprehensive High School. We want school administrators, parents, those in the community to come. He'll talk about youth trends. He'll talk about how to identify the signs and symptoms of misuse, as well as how to prevent that. So that's an opportunity um, for students. Uh, We'll have a flyer on our Facebook page and our website. But um, call and talk to us. You know, the coalition is made up of a lot of family members, of people who have family members who struggle with that, as well as um, parents who are concerned. It doesn't mean that their their child or their family has that problem, but it does mean that they're interested in helping others. And so maybe they've they've seen it through people that they love or maybe through their, their work. Um, so they're able to, guidance counselors and other school administrators are able to come together and help us work on prevention and getting resources out. So I would say, you know, um, email us, uh, get on our Facebook and look at some of the information that we share. There's lots of resources out there. And I would say that the best thing to do is educate yourself and then talk to your kid. If Friday night's pizza night, just say, hey, have y'all seen any vapes at school? Right. You know, Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be elaborate. You know, it's just letting them know it's okay to come to them. In fact, I heard someone in the office today sharing about um, prom plans with their kids. And, you know, their daughter said to them, hey, you know, this might be going on at an after party. So I don't think I'm going to go. I'm concerned about it. So she just opened the conversation to that and said, Hey, you know, what, what kind of might be going on or what kind of things are going on there? And why do you think it's a bad idea? So talking through that, making a plan. So if your kid is in a situation where maybe they're hanging out with a regular group, but all of a sudden somebody, you know, pulls out a joint or is doing something, pulls out alcohol and they're underage, how, how, tell your kid, how can we work through this? What's a way, a plan we have to get you out of this situation safely so that we can talk about it? What is some advice for young teens who may have friends that deal with substance abuse, but they don't want to seem like a tattletale or a snitch? I think that 
it is it's normal to not want to be a tattletale or a yeah. snitch of course we've heard that you know snitches get stitches all that kind of stuff yeah. but if you really care about your friend then their life might be on the line and i say there are times you have to seek out someone you do trust whether it's a guidance counselor or a family member that you trust and talk it through um, sometimes it's worth getting called a snitch to save a life. Right. So I would say talk to a trusted adult, have an honest conversation. Um, maybe you don't even have to say the name at first. Maybe you just talk with them about what should I do. And that should, if it's a trusted adult who knows what they're doing, especially a guidance counselor or a substance abuse counselor or somebody, uh, you know, somebody from your church, a family friend that you really trust, I would recommend it be somebody who you, you trust there. Then talk to them about it and help find some resources. I mean, I just shared some resources that you can get in touch with talking to a counselor or a safe person at your school I everybody has one person I think that they go to that they feel okay with you know and just talk to them about it and try to get some intervention but I always say there's a couple things that we just can't ignore it's worth being called a snitch if we're going to protect someone because I the last thing I want is for someone to spend a lifetime of regret that they didn't do something and their friend got into trouble I think that is a very beautiful message to give to parents, young adults, children that are going through this, that are probably haven't gone through this. Can you remind the audience where resources are available and a little more about some of the upcoming events? I would say SAMHSA is a good place, CADCA. Um, those are some websites but, that you could go to. Um, always talking to someone from your school, your child's school, a counselor, um, those are great places to start to look for. Obviously, you can contact me at awats at allonboard.org, and I'll try to get you some resources. Keystone Substance Abuse Services has a prevention department. You can call there, 324-1800, and they will be able to help you talk to someone right there who works with the kids because they do life skills in schools, and they're very familiar with working with kids. I don't practice as an addiction counselor anymore, but I am able to point people towards resources um, to get help if they need it. So those are some ideas for that. I would just try to look for ones that that are, you know, sponsored by the government or programs that are prevention-based. Um, those are probably your safest bet. DeOtis, South Carolina DeOtis Drug and Alcohol Department, um, they have some good resources av available. That Talk They Hear You campaign has a whole toolkit. Conversations for parents, how to start a conversation, how to answer the questions. Um, they have a lot of myths versus facts, which I think every parent should tell their kid regardless and do it younger than you think uh, parents often wait until their child has already learned all that stuff from their friends and let me tell you if I had a choice between learning from a parent who knew what they were talking about or a resource versus from what their friend's going to tell them I would say go with what the, yeah. you, you want to inform them first you're not going to teach them anything by giving them myths versus facts so our social media and our Facebook posts as well as our website talk about our upcoming talent show it is at Elevation Riverwalk on Cell River Road on April 29th from from six until eight. It is free, no ticket costs, anything. There's going to be refreshments, a coffee truck. Um, you're going to get to see some awesome, talented seventh through 12th grade students throughout York County. I think we already have students from all four school districts. Come support them, um, clap loud, enjoy it. It's going to be fun. It's free. And um, we just thank, I want to thank the Winthrop um, MassCom class for helping me develop posts for that, um, for our Instagram and social media. Um, I'm really thankful for that. And then we have, if you would like to volunteer or be a part of the coalition, always you can email me at awats at allonboard.org. I'd love to have you be a part of the solution. A lot of times people are like, what are we doing about it? Well, we're doing a lot. I mean, I didn't even get to touch on all of our subcommittees. So we would love to plug you in and then that butterfly release that I mentioned is on Saturday May 21st at 
in Rock Hill at Fountain Park, and that's going to have artwork for students. We're going to have probably 20 different pieces of artwork to share, as well as 450 butterflies. We're going to do a mass butterfly release. Um, it's beautiful, and we have a choir performing um, some beautiful songs to inspire us, and so we're very excited about that. And then again, the tall cop for those parents who are looking for resources and help. Um, that's Tuesday, June 28th from 9 to 12 um, at York Comprehensive High School. That's a free event as well. You'll see it on our website. We also have a drug take back event on April 30th at the Catawba Nation. Um, so out on the reservation, we'd love for you to come from 11 to 1 and drop off your expired or unused medications. Or if you need those doTERRA bags I talked about, I have 10,000 clogging up our offices. So we would love to give you resources. We have resource cards that have lots of local resources as well as brochures. And we would love to do a good Samaritan training with your, if you have an agency um, in the community, we've done a lot of those. And in that we talk about medication safety as well as how to use Narcan for overdoses for opioids. And we'd love to share that with people in the community as well. Thank you for joining us today, Ashley, and telling us about All On Board Coalition. We enjoyed having you. This is Shannon Williams. This is Beyonce Lee. And you're listening to Palmetto, Palmetto Report. Report. See you next time.